What's going on, everyone? This is Two Bays in a Pod. I am your host, Andrew Wright, and over in his room is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Cody? Hey, guys. What's going on? We have a real fun episode for you guys today, so don't turn that dial or your phone. Keep listening. All right. It, today is a very exciting day. Uh, first, we get to record two bays in the pod. Second, Cody is back. And third, and this is the greatest third, the wives get to be on here. And Jessica, my wife, is on here for two weeks in a row. Yes, you give me two weeks in a row. <laughs> that is right. And Mrs. Johnson, I'm excited that you are on here. How's it going? Good. Excited to be back. Thank you for having me back. Do you know she has her white girl voice on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her hosp- hospitality voice going. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, uh, I am Johnson. super. I'm super excited about this episode. Uh, we are going to be discussing, even though we found out that there's another week of this show, <laughs> and we were a little pissed off when we found that out, but that's okay. We booked the wives, and so we're going to, you know, the show must go on, as they say. That's right. <laughs> so uh, we are going to be talking about uh, the tell-all. Well, basically, I think we're going to be talking about the whole season mm-hmm. of uh, the show on TLC, uh, 90 Day Fiance. Uh, before the 90 days, we had been, Cody and I actually had a whole episode where we were talking about it. And after that episode, Cody and I thought this would be great to have the wives tell because I know my wife and she's got stuff to say. Okay. (laughs) She's got, she wants receipts pulled. She wants the tea (laughs) spilled. Uh, you know, so I know she's ready for this. And then, Cody, I know when you and I talk, we were always like, you always go, oh, Abby said this. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, Jessica said this. So we had to have them on here. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, as much as you and I are talking about the show, my wife and I have talked about it probably as much, if not more. And she's got some super strong opinions on some of the couples. And you thought I was heated on a certain few, but my wife definitely had some high opinions, just like I'm sure Jess has. So I was actually looking forward to this when we when we scheduled this, so I'm I'm so ready for this. This is gonna be fun. All right. Well, uh, first off, we need to get a weekly update on the wives. So, uh, Mrs. Johnson, I'll start with you first. How is everything going? Especially since you've still been working uh, during this whole quarantine. Um, our industry definitely took a hit in my opinion, Um, but it has been slowly getting better. So we are getting really busy at work again. So definitely happy about that. Went back to sales instead of being in operation. So definitely excited about that. This is like a confirmation that I do not want to be in operations and I want to stick where I'm at. So (laughs) how are you guys doing over there? Oh, doing well. It is my last few days of work, so I am so excited, so very, very excited. <laughs> That's right, and you're still hella pregnant, as you've mentioned Yes. Uh, last week's episode. Hella yeah. pregnant. Hella so, pregnant. So, you're, so what we were talking about is your last day of work is on this upcoming Friday, 
Yes. And how many more weeks until um, until the baby shows? So I am about 36 weeks mm-hmm. as of today. Uh-huh. So we have about four weeks. But just the way I feel, I feel like it's going to be before that. Wow. You know, what's, what's funny about that is um, with her family, mm-hmm. we actually have uh, a pool going, a betting pool. <laughs> on. So everyone picked a date and everyone had put in money for, you know, when baby cam is going to be due. Uh-huh. And then also we have another betting pool <laughs> because this is how quarantine's going for all of us <laughs> of uh, how much he's going to weigh. And I think, I think Jessica, you're really hoping that mine is incorrect. <laughs> I, think I did my bets just to spite you. <laughs> what so did you think? Either. Did you think the baby's going to be nine pounds? So no. Well, more. I have, <laughs> I have uh, so Cam is actually due July 7th, mm-hmm. but I said, because, okay, my family, um, my dad actually uh, remarried, so my step family and then my actual family as well, we have like 10 birthdays in June, and oh, wow. so it's just birthday party after birthday party after birthday party, and at first it was funny, and then years gone by, it's like, okay, enough of this shit let's (laughs) let's just all have like one big birthday party so we don't have to keep doing this every week so um we're really hoping that cam will wait until july but so i bet that cam is going to come june 30th (laughs) and then then i said he's probably going to be 10 pounds just because the way that jessica has been um basically i mean i've like he's super long like you can mm-hmm. feel that when he's like sleeping, his feet are like in your ribs and it's like constant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, he's, he just already seems super long. And then I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be a chunker because Nadia was really skinny and she still is. Yeah. She, we had like a good, like couple of months with Nadia where she was chunky baby and we loved it. But then she got skinny again, so, uh, <laughs> so we're kind of hoping for a chunky baby so we can we can pinch all the chunk. Yeah, I just <laughs> he feels like he's gonna be a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So, Jess, then what's it been like uh, having being pregnant during quarantine? Then how how's it been? And like, what have you guys done? Um, what are your guys's preparations? How's that all been going? Honestly, it's been. It's been difficult to be pregnant during quarantine. I mean, just what's going on in the world. And I don't want to say like being scared of being like getting sick, but just that you're already cautious enough as it is being pregnant. And then you have to worry about it being in the middle of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then I'm a nurse, so I've worked the whole time. Mm -hmm. It's been there and thankfully my job has been taking precaution and we've been able to you know keep keep COVID at bay but Mm -hmm. still you know you you never know so it's been full of anxiety um Mm -hmm. but I mean we we haven't gone anywhere um here where we live things are opening up again and we still are going to continue not to go anywhere Mm -hmm. um I know like our families are having get-togethers and doing things and we've unfortunately said you know we're 
we're still taking precaution and we won't be mm-hmm. there. So, yeah. um, and then when the baby is going to be here, we've already, you know, let family know that we're asking, you know, only immediate family. Um, we're only allowing immediate family to visit. We're asking people to wear a face mask. We're asking them to wash their hands. Mm-hmm. So I think we just really wanted to be upfront about what we mm-hmm. were expecting with the baby because you never know. You just, yeah. you never know. I'd rather be in an abundance of caution than, you know, than yeah. not. Yeah. I think, I think too, the hardest part for Jessica and I, I mean, I don't mean to speak for you, so, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I think a, another hard part is basically it's going to be me and her in the delivery in the delivery room, which I don't think she has a problem with me in there. I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be hard for her to, you know, not have her mom. Um, I mean, not to have like all of our family there. Um, Cause when we had Nadia, we had, I mean, everyone, it was I mean, like everyone a showed up. Stream of visitors, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I spent more time out in the lobby trying to let other people see you mm-hmm. <laughs> when Nadia was coming than I did in the delivery room. So um, it's, it's going to be really different for mm-hmm. sure. And I, I think, I think that's going to be hard for you. I, I don't think you've thought of that yet, but, or you haven't vocalized it too much to me, but I think uh, that's going to be one of those things that, you know. Yeah, and especially because I don't know if we mentioned this yet, but this is our plan to be our last kid. Mm-hmm. So I won't be pregnant again. We won't go through a birth experience again. Mm-hmm. So it's, I think you're right. I don't think it'll hit me yet, but I think when yeah. the time does come, it will, it'll be hard. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but I mean, prep wise, we've just been clean or I've been cleaning a lot. <laughs> How dare you? I clean all the time. Well, but like extra cleaning, like cleaning the grout. The nesting the- has finally come yes, in. Yes, okay. I have been nesting so hard and I know I'm driving Andrew crazy right now. Well, honey, you've been nesting even after the kid's been born, right? You I'm nesting? still nesting. Yeah, she's still nesting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a continuous thing. No, it's, it's not that like I think people would take that the wrong way. Like, oh, I'm getting frustrated because she's cleaning and I'm not. I, I always take a day out of my out of the weekday of a different room to clean so it's not like i'm sitting here not doing anything so Mm -hmm. you know shame on you for telling people that acting like i don't i don't do nothing anyway (laughs) um but uh she has been like deep cleaning for sure Mm -hmm. um but also it's getting i'm getting frustrated with her because she keeps complaining about her feet are swollen um you know she her leg starts stiffening up all this time and mm-hmm. you know she's very uncomfortable and she can't really sleep that well and i'm like well maybe if you'd stop doing some of the things like <laughs> let me do it if you want me to do it just tell me she's like no no, no i'll do it i'll do it it's fine so yeah. that's yeah. that's what we've been uh bickering about is i'm trying to get her to rest because her mom keeps telling me oh have a rest have a rest i'm like oh i'm trying (laughs) and she just is like oh let me clean this let me clean this let me clean this so you know but you know what i'm not going to complain too much because the house does look really clean that's cool well you should give cody some of those pointers (laughs) like you know cleaning one room every you know other day or something Give him some pointers because he definitely needs those. Hold on, hold on. I thought this was the 90 Day Fiance tell-all, not the wives tell-all. What are we doing here? 
It really is going to be the live show. You know that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they are the stars of this episode, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> well, I mean, um, man, I mean, I think that was that was fun, man. I don't even know how long that was. We probably went way too long, but hey, that's all right. It was it was fun. We had a good time. All right. So, like Cody said, he wants to talk about 90 Day Fiance before we have to give him tips on. So when you wash in clothes, you want to have detergent, and then you usually. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. You said, "Oh, we're not doing that." I'm sorry. Yeah, is if there's a class that I can watch on YouTube, just send me the link. I'll just I'll just watch that. That's how kids oh. normally learn how to do things around here. <laughs> oh, you want to know what Jessica was doing before we started this? <laughs> she was legitimately watching YouTube videos on cleaning. I am not kidding. <laughs> So the fact that you said that is when she started laughing. And I told him, I said, before you judge me, there are worse things that you could walk in here and catch me watching than me watching Fabuloso and Comet videos, okay? Which, by the way, I thought Fabuloso was going to smell just like not very good. That thing smelled great. Yeah. I love that. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, all right. Enough, enough of that chit chat. We need it. We need to get into the meat and potatoes of um, ninety day fiance before the ninety days. Um, Cody, you and I had kind of had a discussion about it, and uh, I would say the middle of the season. I think it was a little past, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I basically said that Jeffrey and Stephanie to me on the ninety day fiance were the worst. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing has changed. I still feel <laughs> like they are absolutely the worst. Um, but Mrs. Johnson, we we kind of had a discussion about Ed and Rosemary, and Cody brought up that you still thought that she was in it just to get to America, and I'm actually kind of surprised. So I want to know what your thoughts were on Ed and Rosemary first. Um, I think that, Ed is a joke. And I don't know, like with Rosemary, I guess I'm a little skeptical because of all the things that, you know, we've been watching 90 Day Fiance. And then of course, me coming from coming from the Philippines, you know, I just know that sometimes it does happen where people just use you know, American men mm-hmm. to get to the United States. Um, so, was there any episodes in particular when we witnessed their relationship when he was in the Philippines that made you draw your conclusion to she's only in it for the green card, not really into him? And if so, do you remember what point that kind of that showed you that? I think, like when you love someone, just the reaction, you know, her faces, you mm-hmm. know that emotions I think that I just don't see how like when I look at you or for example there was a couple like Rez and Paula Mm -hmm. they were you can actually tell and even Alex and Lauren Lauren. you can actually tell that they love each other and they want to be with each other you just don't see Mm -hmm. that with that I I honestly think that half of like Actually, not half, but all of the couples of this season is a joke anyway. Yeah. So I don't have any favorite mm-hmm. 
right now, like, well, I, when, I think Jeffrey's an asshole. Let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, so when Rosemary was basically crying her eyes out, were you buying it? Not really. And to be honest, I mean, I get it. Like Ed had lied about his height. But if you really care about someone, those little things mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. it's, I don't know. <laughs> So you just, what your stance is that you just didn't think that Rosemary was as sincere as people think in the relationship and she basically just got out because she didn't want it anymore. Yeah. And come on, let's be real. She even said on the tell all, hold on, spoiler alert, Uh (laughs) you know, that she had a girlfriend right after Ed. Like who does that? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Mrs. Ray, what do you think about Ed and Rosemary? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Besides, you know, Rose and I don't know if you guys TikTok, but uh, their I like the view sound is very popular on TikTok. So besides giving us, you know, gems like that, um, I, I don't know. I think it was a mess. I don't know what he expected going over there to the Philippines. He mm-hmm. obviously, like, did no research about her background and where she came from and Mm -hmm. you know what it was like over there and you know he was quick to judge the sister for asking for money but Mm -hmm. like didn't bother to see why she was asking for money Mm -hmm. you know so I thought he was a joke for going over there and staying one night in her house and then was like I can't do this and like took her away right away Mm -hmm. so he's a joke and then he has the audacity the audacity <laughs> to be looking at her with no neck <laughs> and ask her to shave her legs and brush her teeth. <laughs> the audacity. I still, I'm sorry, but that, no, no. Anyone that puts mayo in their hair and tells me to brush their teeth and go to hell, okay? I forgot. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> looking with that greasy ponytail, no neck, asking her to brush her teeth and shave her legs. No, out of here with that. <laughs> right. His, his argument was he could have asked it a better way. And I told I told Jessica, I said, yes, he could have, but it shouldn't he shouldn't have brought it up at all during that trip. Mm-hmm. Because it was, that trip was like them getting to see how they interact with each other and you know if mm-hmm. this thing is for real or not. And he was like just ready to be like, Oh, you need to shave your legs, you need to brush mm-hmm. your teeth. And she was like what the hell is going on? Yeah. And to to be honest, though, I actually think it's more of a kind of a cultural thing in a sense where in America, that kind of stuff happens and it's like a normal thing for a woman to, you know, to groom herself in that way. But when you're outside of America, it's not really as important or prioritized or really done or practiced, to be honest with you. So to me, it didn't surprise me like, yeah, she may have hairy legs, but to be truthful, you can probably count on one hand in the Philippines how many women are actually regularly shaving their legs because it's not something that they regularly do. And you can probably go to another, like, let's say if this was, uh, you know, a, a female from India or from Asia, let's say, I guarantee that their culture doesn't prioritize grooming in that manner. Like, yeah, they believe in hygiene, but they don't, they don't equal hygiene in terms of shaving your legs as we do here in America. And I think Ed just being kind of like, stuck in his ways was like well i prefer a woman with shaved legs and then jessica's 
brilliant line was, well, I prefer a man with a neck. So. <laughs> and Cody, I'm here in America and I don't shave my legs. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you wrangled yourself a man. So why, why do it anyway? So that's true. That's yeah. true. Exactly. That's why I quit shaving my legs. Cause you know, I have Abby. So why would I need to keep doing it? <laughs> but i think the biggest bomb from the tell-all is that rose was saying that he asked her for um to like get naked on video mm-hmm. do, you think, do you guys think that really happened well so here's my take on it so honestly it's it's 2020 is it odd that somebody asked another person to have some sort of like a sex ding or sex FaceTime kind of deal in today's world? No. Am I surprised? No. Now, am I surprised in the manner of, you know, uh, I guess the way it was brought up is like she really needed money for something. And so in a way he was like saying to do it so that way he can then pay her for it, I guess. That to me strikes it very odd. But am I in full belief that he probably did ask her to do that? Absolutely. I mean, this guy hasn't been with a woman in 28 years clearly that's that's what happened when i guess they spent one night together and they did it and it was quick thank god for rosemary but you know (laughs) like in the year 2020 it's almost not normal for some couples that are serious to explore you know avenues with technology especially if they're that far away you know so i'm not surprised by it is it kind of a sleazy gross thing yeah but i'm not surprised that that's like kind of a reveal to me it's not I don't want to say it's not a big deal, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, and I mean, his daughter was there, so he obviously was not going to admit that in front of his daughter. Sure, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, if I were away from, uh, let's be real, if I were away from Jessica for like months, I would ask. <laughs> I would <laughs> offer you money. And you could <laughs> like, definitely send me some money for that. I'm right. <laughs> for sure, so... I mean, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure it was true, but I agree with Jessica. I think his daughter was there. He had just mended the relationship. And then Mm -hmm. he said some, in lack of a better term, some fucked up things that he was like, oh, I was going to give up. I was going to give up my daughter. I would, yeah. I would have given up my daughter for you. And she was like, oh, that was great to hear. Right. As she's on split screen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, I feel like it was true, but he didn't want to admit it because his daughter was on there and he had already, you know, kind of fucked up with her. So, yeah. Yeah. Honey, what's your take on that? They're all a joke. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a, I have a question for you guys. So when we were, when the tell all turned over to Ash and Avery and when it was discovered that they weren't together and Avery was trying to explain why, she wasn't with Ash and basically said because he cheated on his diet is why she broke up with him. What was your guys' reaction? You want me to go first? Go for it. <laughs> I, un- I honestly get what she was saying, to be perfectly honest. I know it may not be the most popular thing, but I, like she said, it's not. it wasn't that it was the diet. Like, it's not that. The issue that she's had throughout this whole relationship is, is he telling me the truth? And not only has she caught him in a lie while this show was going on multiple times, like when he said that he was divorced, but it actually didn't go through until a year, a year, uh, the past year, Mm -hmm. right? Before she even got there. And then 
um, he said, oh, yeah, you know, uh, his ex-wife was perfectly fine with him going to America and possibly exploring that. And not at all did she express that she was okay with that. She was like, uh, I'd rather not. Um, and then, like, when he was giving his whole, like, spiel um, at that little meeting, like, he was completely tanking. And I was like, if you've done this for years, like he had, like he said he has, and I'm not saying he, this isn't his job, but it kind of almost seems like a front. And then, like, he couldn't understand what Avery was trying to say of, like, you know, what you're saying is not right. Like, it's, it's messed up. Like, it sounds very sexist. And he was like, no, you're, you're attacking me. And he, she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. I, at first, I was trying to help you. Now you're pissing me off, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't, I, I understand what she's saying. It was the fact that she wasn't sure that she could trust him. And the fact that he kept lying, that was her issue. It wasn't the fact that he was cheating on his diet and whatever. I don't think it was what he lied about. It was the fact that he lied. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement. I don't think it was, I mean, a diet may have been the straw that broke the camel's back, but obviously this man's a liar and that was just the final lie for her. Yeah, well, I think in the second part, it's discovered that, um, like obviously Tom was hitting on every female on this season's <laughs> cast. And then when it came over to Avery, um, Ash basically said he had evidence that Tom bragged about it and really he had lied about it. So I agree. Like he, yeah. I'm not saying like I'm defending Ash. I just found it funny that her example of what pushed her over the edge was he broke his diet. And let's be honest, if I look like that and I broke a diet, I'm breaking every goddamn diet because I wish I looked <laughs> half that good. But I agree. I like but throughout the season though with Ash, I think we found that he, if he's in a relationship expert, it's strictly on social media because apparently his following is on Instagram and he has all these Instagram shorts, which is great. But just because you have this opinions about how relationship should be and you think you went to school for it and then you give, you know, your feedback on Instagram, you have a following doesn't mean it's going to translate to some sort of, you know, uh, you know, whatever the meeting was that he had or the conference that he held with like eight people, which I don't think technically counts as a conference. That's more of like a meeting. So, or like an AA meeting for like dating, I guess. But, (laughs) you know, I just think though that like, it just proved that like your social media content that you put out for leadership advice for 30 seconds does not translate to an entire conference because it was, it was completely sexist sounding information and stuff that we basically already know as, like as men and women and it wasn't anything new it wasn't anything revolutionary so it was more or less just like him kind of spinning circles and when he got called out for it it just you know he just didn't know how to react and he always looked like he was looking at it looking at something important and he couldn't take his focus off of it you know so i just found their relationship very interesting i think avery was the more mature one i just found it funny her explanation for the for the overall part of the relationship although if she's going to break up with him every three minutes probably wasn't going to work out from Gem Street, regardless of if she went to Australia or not. So true. Yeah. But you thought that Ash was cute, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, He seriously asked me, he was like, honey, do you think he's cute? I was like, no. Tall, dark and handsome. I mean, I wish I looked that good. Those crazy eyes though. Yeah. In the words of how I met your mother, he had the crazy (laughs) eyes. He had the crazy eyes. (laughs) Crazy eyes. Mm -hmm. If I looked at you like this all day, would we last? Like you don't know? 
That's true. Sometimes. Imagine, <laughs> imagine waking up to that first thing in the morning. Those eyes. <laughs> no, oh, it's. <laughs> no, it's worse. Sometimes she'll catch me um, with my eyes like not completely closed or like half open. So like she'll just see the whites of it, and I'm just <sighs> looking at her, and she's like, "Hey, are you awake <laughs> <So> yet?" <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, that's that's disturbing. Please don't ever tell me that again. <laughs> All right, next couple. Um, how about let's go to um, one of Jess' favorite couple, Stephanie and Erica. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Just bottom line, Stephanie is trash. Erica is a queen and deserves better. Yeah. Oh, I love Erica, too. I think she's – see, I don't like any couple, but I think Erica is so much more mature than anybody mm-hmm. in there. Like, even – Avery, like, because Avery is breaking up with Ash, and I think that's the only thing that I really didn't care about her is, like, every breath, it's, like, almost like she's breaking up with Ash, which mm-hmm. is definitely understandable because the guy is a liar and keeps mm-hmm. on lying to her and hiding things that she has to figure out, and she just couldn't pinpoint, you know, what is going on. But I think Erica is so much mature, and her, like, she's... Yeah. She's just her personality is really awesome too, and she's very willing to communicate. And Stephanie, like, how many times did we all hear her disease? Like, that's her excuse to get out of everything. I feel like, yeah, I yeah. felt like Stephanie was just the perpetual victim all season long mm-hmm. of coming over, and you know, she didn't like Erica's friends. She didn't like how Erica had a history with that one guy. She didn't like the first date that Erica took her on. Um, Just constant insecurities that she was pushing on Erica. Mm -hmm. And how, how was she going to deal with that? And like the, I don't know, the reunion or whatever you call it, the tell all really bothered me because I felt really bad for Erica because I just feel like she did not get to defend herself well Mm -hmm. against Stephanie and those two wannabe YouTube stars that she calls friends because all they did was just yell at her the Mm -hmm. whole time. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was, it was ridiculous. And Stephanie is just trash because one of the points that she wanted to make was that Erica didn't get to know her, but they asked her like, well, did, you know, did she ask any questions? And she was like, Stephanie was like, well, she could have watched my YouTube videos. So mm-hmm. that's how somebody's supposed to get to know you is watch your YouTube videos. Like, Even though she did mention that she has a different persona than that YouTube videos that mm-hmm. she posts. So how yeah. is she really going to get to know you? Yeah. And I mean, in, and I I did go and look at her Instagram and the way she portrays herself on Instagram is definitely not... I can see where Erica would be upset because that is not how she is in, in real life. And I still always go to this. of uh, The fact of Stephanie was like, well, I wanted to get to know her. And, you know, we, we still had literally just met. Like, we, yeah, we had been talking, but we hadn't physically been with each other. But then Erica was like, you were wondering if I, were gonna, if I was going to move to America and you wanted it soon. Like... Mm-hmm. So if we're still getting to know each other, how in the hell am I going to move to America and be okay with just uprooting my whole life and going to you and living with you? Like that makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm with I'm with Jessica on this. Of you know, Erica really didn't get a chance to like speak her truth because it was 
all season long, it was Stephanie saying, oh, well, you know, you did this to me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I felt this way and I felt this way. And, I, I, you know, I'm just so confused. And then when it was time for Erica to talk, her friends, Stephanie's friends ganged up on Erica and was like, no, you did this and blah, blah, blah. And Erica was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not allowed to talk. Yeah, like, they were literally the most annoying people in the world. Yeah. I find it, it funny was, that I find it funny that uh, Stephanie's friends that weren't even anywhere in the vicinity of the relationship when all this went down. Cause remember when Stephanie had left her friends, she couldn't stop talking about how much she was in love with Erica. She's going to go meet her and they're going to go, they're going to get to know each other to get married. And that's all these two friends had. So they weren't in Australia with Stephanie and Erica to see Stephanie basically manipulating, pulling out the victim card on Erica. Erica is trying to get her to open up, trying to get her to see what things are like. And, Honestly, however long that they were together, what was it, three or four months? You mean to tell me that you didn't, you didn't try at least to insert in any of your information? I mean, it is a get-to-know-me phase, and you had no problem asking questions, but you have a problem giving up information cause, just because it wasn't asked? Like, that, you need to also kind of meet in that bridge and that gap. So if you felt like going over to Australia you know, to meet your life partner for the rest of your life, you felt good enough that she knew you well enough to do that, then you can't cry about her not knowing you on a tell-all just because you're the one that had an issue with all these things, even though Erica 100% was up front with you and she made that known in all these meetings and, and interactions with you prior. She told you about her previous relationship. She told you how her friends are. She told you what uh, these relationships that she was, you know, and one of the main relationships she kind of withheld from Stephanie that um, was revealed in a later episode was one she was afraid to tell to be judged on. And what did Stephanie do? judge her so it's like what do you want stephanie she's trying to open up to you to show you that she trusts you and then you shut the door in her face and, and play the victim card because she wanted to divulge information so if you're upset with her not getting to know you you can't be upset with erica for letting her get for letting her um give out any information so you can get to know her you know you gotta you gotta be willing to listen and also help out. I mean, like you can't just say she didn't get to know me and that's why it didn't work out. Like that's clearly not what the episode show then. And it's, it made it look like that, you know, you were, per, you were somebody that didn't even want to be there to begin with. And you had all these issues that you hadn't worked out prior. So. I feel like she nitpick on Erica a lot though, mm -hmm. you know, like who goes on a date and just started asking, like just starts asking like this random question, like, um, I see that you have an app, like, what is that? Like, and mm -hmm. then even um, there's another scene where like with the friends, like just mm -hmm. made a scene with all the friends. Like, do you have a, you know, do you have feelings for her and all that stuff? It's just mm -hmm. not the right place or the right time to start asking those questions, especially when she went with her friends to get mm -hmm. to know the friends so she can feel comfortable because Erica is trying. Mm -hmm. And then what did she do? She played a victim. Yep. And honestly, I don't have an issue with their first date where they were, where they did the, the molds of their chest. Like, because like what Erica said, like they had been talking for months and Erica was like, well, I thought she would like this. 
you know? Because that's how she portrayed herself. Yeah, right. And it's not just social media. It's that they talked all the time. So Erica didn't come to the conclusion just because of social media. They didn't just talk via social media. They talked, like, on the phone, FaceTime, text, whatever it was. They were talking. So it's not mm-hmm. like Erica was this, you know, going off this, you know, whim that, oh, maybe she would like this. She was like, oh, you know, it might be fun. We might have time and it'll get us close and it'll get us talking more. And Stephanie was like, what I noticed too is, you know, like what you guys were saying of, you know, Stephanie would basically, you know, she was like, well, you know, you didn't know anything about me. You didn't even know my dad's name, blah, blah, blah. And Erica was like, well, I didn't get to know you. She's like, well, you didn't ask. Well, the fact that every time Erica would do something for her, she would take her out to dinner. She would take her to this, you know, molding place. She would take her with her friends. That was meant for them to get closer. And every single time, Stephanie would shut down, close off. How do you ask a person a question? Mm-hmm. If, if Jessica here, and I knew that she was shut down and closed off, if I asked her a simple question of, do you want to go home? This is exactly what her, her answer would be. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that's not a straight answer. And that's not answering anything. And that's how she was all the time. Every single time. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, how do you, how does she even come to those questions? Like what Abby was saying. How do you get there when you guys just basically met? She was trying to get closer to you. And all you took it as was, well, this is weird. I don't like this. So, yeah. Basically, Stephanie's trash. We can agree on that. But can we also agree that the last couple that we envisioned getting married was Usman and Lisa? I did not see that <laughs> happening. I did not think that their relationship was going to work. I hey, baby that, love. Soldier boy. <laughs> Soldier boy, <laughs> baby love. Soldier boy. <laughs> Soldier boy. I, I got I to gotta be honest. I was not expecting Lisa and Usman to get married. I know it's in Nigeria, which is kind of funny because in the tell-all, they're pressing her on questions. And they brought up the second wife and she kept arguing, well, he's got to take care of me first. And then when they're like, well, I mean, you can't have more than one spouse in America. So, I mean, it's not going to matter when you come to America. Right. And then she's like, it's a very personal matter. It's like, hold on. We're talking about a second wife and you draw the line at where you're going to live. Really? <laughs> like, come on, Lisa, you're not that dumb. And she's got all these, she, she's got 50 men in America that she can, that she can get with right now, but she chose Usman. Like, then you wouldn't have gone to Nigeria to find somebody stupid. It's First okay, of all, y'all, because men. <laughs> it's okay. And the reason why it's okay is because Usman is only going to go get a second wife if she couldn't bear, bear, bear a child. child. We should almost a hundred percent guarantee. That's right. I'm going to be able to. It's like, that's can we all agree that. that like, it's probably not happening for Lisa then. So that's why everyone was kind of concluding. So you're okay with the second wife then? <laughs> so that's why they kept asking her. That's why they were like, um, so you're going to be okay if he has a second wife. She's like, well, he's going to have, they're going to have to take care of me first and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, but if they do and they are able to, you're okay with him sleeping with another woman. He was, then she was like, well, we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens or whatever. And like, she was like, yeah, I'm fine. Whatever. Who cares? And it was like, you obvious, you have an issue with people putting emojis in his <laughs> Facebook comments. Like, 
let's be real. You're not going to be okay. And she's trying to make it seem like, oh, I'm okay if I'm taken no. care of. She's uh, ripping no, she's okay not because she has because 300 he... Yahoo boys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she's ripping some bitch's head, head off their shoulders if – second wife or not if if they look at usman just the way that she don't like so imagine a second wife there's gonna be a murder already within like five seconds Mrs. Hey, what was your what was your favorite part about lisa and usman <laughs> baby girl usman and baby girl baby girl that song he wrote fire <laughs> fire <laughs> So have you guys no. been? That should have been the theme song yeah, before the nineties. <laughs> so have you guys been listening to that song lately? <laughs> no, not at all. It's our love making track now. <laughs> no. no, but Lisa drives me nuts. I'm sorry, but she drives me nuts because she is just so rude. She's one of those women that come off as like. I'm independent and I'm this and I'm a strong woman, but she just is flat out rude and disrespectful. And I was telling Andrew, like, there's a way to be a strong, independent woman and not be disrespectful to your husband. Mm-hmm. Period. And she just is flat out disrespectful. And she had the audacity. I can't remember who she was calling out that saying that they were disrespectful. And I wanted to say, look at yourself, sweetheart. Look <laughs> at yourself. I think it was Ed. I think yeah, it was I think Ed. It was Ed. It was Ed that she, mm-hmm. he was disrespectful in the way that he was talking to Rose. And it's like, you yelled at Usman every right. single day, the three weeks that you were there. <laughs> every episode. Every episode. Well, too. And also some of her arguments were dumb because there'd be times where she's asking for feedback from his friends, thinking that they're going to be on her side. And they're like, well, this is not allowed in our culture. So I don't know what you want us to tell you. And then she then tries to get the brothers on her side and they're like defending him like, that, I mean, this marriage shouldn't work. Like you guys were told no. So we don't support it because it's not what we imagined, you know, and all that stuff. So, you know, every time she's trying to get people on her side, it's like no one's coming to her defense because of how she is. So, And then she would get mad and storm away. Yeah. Yep. Right away. Ridiculous. Yep. All right, Abby. So I've heard all the time about David and Alana from Cody, but I want to know what you think about David and Alana. She's in pain. <laughs> she no, she is not in pain because she's getting paid for that. Well, I mean, have you not seen those meme that has been coming out with the way she looks every time she hugs her kiss David? And every time oh, she's all, but mm. oh my gosh, before we go there, I mean, come on, look at like David telling Yolanda oh, right. about <laughs> David giving Yolanda advice about you shouldn't be talking to anybody that won't FaceTime you. Like, yo, oh, homie. About how not to get scammed. But right. This, it's like, yo, bro, weren't you, weren't you the one that has to spend money on a site for chats that don't save for a woman that you haven't seen in person in seven years? <laughs> All there is is a picture. Like, hold up. What? But he even said that he has been to Ukraine. Oh, 20 for times. Like yeah. 20 times. Oh. Four of oh. those times, like, well, at least three of those times were for her, like, yeah. was for her. And I mean, the first time you kind of like ghosted me, like, you <laughs> won't see me the next coming from, you know, coming for you, but it's just crazy. And then, you know, with the cell phone, and then he said that she couldn't use the cell phone because of her nails and. <laughs> 
I got to be honest. How her long first, are her nails? <laughs> for real though, when they did the 24 hours prior and did like a little showcase on her, <laughs> she looked like she used that iPhone pretty well. I'm just going to point out, you know, when she was deadlifting, I didn't see any nails on the fingers. She has, she has those nice Nike shoes too. Yeah. So let me I'm, just say, let me just say the 90 day fiance producers, kudos because David <laughs> is like straight up waiting in that town for Lana to show up. You know, doesn't he have car trouble? He's on the side of the road fixing his tire. And there they are interviewing her in the coffee shop. Like just, oh man, the devil works hard. Chris Jenner works harder, but nobody works harder than the 90 day fiance. <laughs> Do you know that the whole David thing though makes me like really question the authenticity of this show because I'm like, you cannot be that stupid. Like you can't. Please tell I, me. Like, I beg to differ. I present Yolanda's Exhibit A. <laughs> that poor, poor woman. At one point, I felt terrible for her. I know that we're switching over to another scam artist, but I felt terrible for her because you know she lost her husband to thirty years, and the Williams slid into her DMs, and she just <laughs> you know. And what that was that the British worst team. part about that whole relationship. Well, not relationship. That whole uh, season with Yolanda was. They wouldn't call him Williams. They kept calling him the Williams, the Williams. And I was like, stop calling him that. That's not his name. There's no one named the. No, not last name, not middle name, not first name. No. And then, <laughs> so. Sorry for I, the rant. No, I was feeling bad for her at first until like her kids were bringing her evidence. And it's like, and she's like so his camera doesn't work. He won't send you any other pictures other than this. He doesn't know where he lives. Are we sure he's even real, Mom? Well, he he says he is. And even after the evidence was already, like, in front of her, she was still like, well, maybe this. And she would still like, oh, I miss you. And all that nonsense, you know, texting. And it's like, seriously, girl? Like, How about that call with his British accent? Oh, I know. <laughs> it sounded the like he first just woke up. thing I told Jessica, I was like, that's not that's a British, not accent. British accent. That is that's not a exactly British accent. exactly what I said. I was like, that is so not British. We both looked at each other. We're like, that's not British. What? That, that sounds like one of those scam callers that you get that tells you that your PG&E bills passed due and you need to send them over iTunes cards to pay it off. Send that's what that sounds Usman. like. Send it to Usman. <laughs> But talking about David and Lana again real quick is um, I don't know what was what was worse to see is uh, David go through all that to get to Ukraine, uh, you know, for Lana. And it finally like she showed up or the fact of after he had proposed to her with, by the way, a fake ring. Um, she she then like behind his back had this look of like someone just gave her like the news that she has cancer and she just like. <laughs> my life's over. Like she could not play that part good enough to where she's like, no, no, we're going to go to Vegas and we're going to live happy. And then she's like, Oh shit, we're, we're going to live together in Vegas. And that's probably why she's been, that's probably why she's ghosted him. And she hasn't heard, he hasn't heard from her. So. Well, how even, about that? Oops, sorry. <laughs> no, how about that? They're engaged, but they're not together. <laughs> anymore that's david logic right there that's david logic right there how does that work make it make sense (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that was my favorite i couldn't believe he was like so he was like they were like oh so are you together he's like no we're not together and they're like 
oh, so you're not engaged? And he was like, no, we're engaged, but we're just not together. And everyone was like, um, okay. <laughs> So, like, physically not together? We see that, but, like, are so you are guys So, you're just saying that she or? has a ring, but uh, <laughs> that's about it? <laughs> she probably realized she can't sell it for... Yeah, she probably realized the ring wasn't a real diamond to begin with. It was nothing more than, like, a 25-cent ring out of the vending machine. Hey, but you got to give him credit for that. I mean, he, I mean, for outsmarting you can, you everybody? can make the argue. You, <laughs> wow. I didn't say that, but he, you could say that he made, he did that. So just to kind of see what her intentions were, uh-huh. because he believed that she was real and she was, and he believed that she wanted to marry him. And she said, yes, but you could ar- also argue that like with a fake ring, her after she gets the ring we'll see how her actions are and i think that was his logic so plot twist david's the catfish not lana huh absolutely not (laughs) and how is she not making money from that website like no she probably is no 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 she probably is so like okay for example she may not getting she's probably not getting paid directly from that website but let's be honest if 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 david can talk to over a thousand ukraine women over a course of however many years he was on the site, according to him. Oh my God. There's like, you can only eighties or nineties. Right? He said so long they used to send a catalog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, like, you know, the yellow pages. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's, got, go he's got a point system just <laughs> racking up like a, right now. <laughs> he's in there. Like he's in there like platinum, like membership yes, sphere. He's a because, VIP member. Yeah. Because he's just like, Oh, I like to purchase this one. And this, one. I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a whole year free. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so like if there's enough women that David is like interacting with, you got to think that there's Alana that's catfishing all these other guys and convincing them to send her stuff. So like she's very easily just somebody that's living off of what other people are giving her and not having to work for that site exclusively. Cause again, it's a, other than you've got to pay to use the site, she's got to be getting money somehow. She doesn't really have a job. So what's her job? all these guys paying her because she's interacting with him, doing whatever essentially they want. You don't have to see them, you know, directly through the camera, but you know, you get enough of these guys here that are maybe like David that are like sprung on her and willing to travel the country, but he actually did it, you know, and they're just, (laughs) they're giving her, they're throwing money at her just so they can get five seconds of a phone call with her. Probably. That's one thing that you could give Yolanda was she never gave Williams money. And I'm sure he asked. Because right when they said, oh, did he, you know, did you give him money? And she was like, oh, no. I'm sure she knew there were multiple times that he had asked her for money. Like, I'm sure that popped up right in her head, like, automatically. No, but I'm sure he didn't have to ask twice for nudes. (laughs) But, I mean, at least she didn't give him money. Like, like, I mean, David spent over $100,000 on this website. And then he said he spent more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for all these years on that website, not just from her. So, um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying Yolanda is perfect. I'm just saying at least she had, well, I guess I should say at least she had kids that stopped her mm-hmm. from giving him money. Well, the Williams did ask her for money because remember how the Williams was supposed to purchase the, the ticket. Email. 
Well, the ticket. Oh, that's to, right. <laughs> that's well, right. the ticket too. Remember, right. yeah. um, when he was gonna come to the states, but he didn't have enough money to purchase the ticket. So that's why Yolanda is technically going over there because she didn't want to give him money. So she said that she's just gonna go come see him instead. Mm-hmm. So and then they're gonna go to London. <laughs> Although Yolanda should be very proud of the kids she raised to talk some mm-hmm. sense into her because they did not let up. They're like, mom, none of this sounds right. Like this is all the stuff that you told us not to do and you're, you're doing it. So especially the oldest daughter though, she was mm-hmm. really aware of what's going on. She has been telling Yolanda, no mom, this is, you know, a scam. This mm-hmm. is not real. Like with the whole Instagram thing, come on. Like yeah. what a whole like, mm-hmm. oh, I got hacked and yeah. I can't find this and all that nonsense. And then even when they found out that it's a Nigerian name, was a Nigerian, correct? They suspect that it was Nigerian descent. They couldn't confirm re- location or region or anything like that. But but the name as well. Right. And then they tried to locate. Mm-hmm. It was a Nigerian number and all that stuff, even the phone number, because mm-hmm. they tried to do that. And she was just like, oh, no, I'm sure he has an explanation. Sure. That poor woman. That mm-hmm. poor woman. And no, she – her and David cracked me up because David is over here explaining to her how not to get scammed. And then she, when David's talking, she's like, oh, he's delusional. And I was <laughs> busting up because this woman, like you mentioned the nudes, she was so quick to believe that his email was hacked. And that is how someone is asking for money. Not right. if it's not him. He he said his email is hacked, so he is hacked. Exactly. She is a ride or die, man. And Ed needs to take lessons from Yolanda because Yolanda did not give up her daughter for the Williams. So let's yeah. let's let that record be showed right there. Ed yeah. was about to drop his daughter like a hot potato for Rosemary and those and her father and the cockroaches and the rats and all that stuff. But so her daughter, I will it. say this, her daughter shouldn't have just been, because she said the reason that they had, uh, they were kind of splitting apart was because um, Rose Marie was younger than her. And I was like, that's kind of petty. Like, I understand you're not being comfortable with it, but you're going to completely you know, just like stop talking to your dad because he's dating someone who's younger than you. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that was a little, I thought she kind of skated on that, you know, scot-free when I think that's a little ridiculous, but no, seeing Ed and then kind of the way that she was talking to, they're obviously, you know, bougie people. Like they, you know, they like a certain lifestyle, you know, and they're going to stick to it and anything else is just weird and i'm not saying that that's completely wrong but i feel like her like him being completely blown up of like oh he was going to give up his daughter but she really she could have just been like you know i'm not okay with it but still had a relationship with him like i thought that was a little much but i, well, I mean i think the common theme with majority of these these couples when it started off is anybody that had kids weren't told about the other, you know, the person who they're going to essentially go and visit to find out if they're going to get married until like 36 hours before they were hopping on a plane to go, you know, (laughs) Yolanda basically dropped the bomb on her kids. Like, like it was supposed to be a week before she left. 
Ed drops the bomb on her daughter like uh, like a few days before. And I think like, yeah, the age part played a deal, but I think it was more she was hurt because he had mentioned in his intro that like they're best friends and that she was probably extremely hurt because look, like if we're that close, why couldn't you tell me and not think that I would understand, even though I'll tell you how I feel about it. And he just like kind of left her out. And so I think she was just upset because like, you know, she wasn't told about it and the younger part of it. And, you know, basically he had kept this from her for all these months to where it was like, you know, kept it from her to where it was like this big secret. And then it was finally revealed, you know, and I think that was like a big deal to them. So, um, but switching gears to the next couple. So I think the last one is Jeffrey and Vara, Varia, Varia. excuse me. And we have two more couples. We have oh, Darcy and Tom as well. Okay. Let's get Darcy and Tom out of the way. Cause favorite. I mean, come on. Least how many, favorite. like Darcy has been in every single season though. Pretty much. Darcy is all fake. First of all, not talking about personality, just talking about body wise. The only thing real is the receipts to show the body part she paid for. That's the only thing real right now. But Tom is straight up trash. Yeah, he's an asshole. That dude was that dude is a straight up player because he thinks he's all that. And he uses his uh, British charm, I guess, in a way. Um, But um, sexy accent, though. (laughs) Are you going to fall for it? I didn't know I was being recorded. (laughs) Your mic is still on. The the Um, mic is still live. But the fact that he messaged Avery and and Stephanie and Lisa. Lisa. I told told Jessica, I said, I think he messaged Lisa just so he could say, oh, I was just messaging all of them. Like, it wasn't just, you know, these two girls. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm not falling for that. Yeah. Dude, you knew what you were doing because you're obviously trying to be a player. Mm-hmm. And like he was like, he was like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And then later he was like, oh, this is ridiculous. I can't believe they're all saying this. It was like, dude, you obviously know you fucked up. You got caught, but you just don't want to be seen like that on this show. I mean, too late, right? I mean, yeah. so the first, I think it was whatever the season was with Darcy and Tom, I didn't really have an opinion of Tom because other than a few yeah. clips, I don't really know much about him, but I remember seeing Darcy when she was with her first uh, partner in Jesse, and I thought, like, Darcy had messed that up because Jesse was a good guy, but I think, like, she was just really odd. And she was very emotional about it mm-hmm. because she um, she had some issues like when she was drunk, you know, she was drinking a lot and Jesse was telling her that she yeah. is different every time she drinks and all that craziness. And it was just a toxic relationship. They're just not for each other. Mm-hmm. So at first with the whole Tom thing, I was like, oh, like, maybe Darcy found a good guy, mm-hmm. you know, like we're not part of that. Like we don't know what they talk about and all that stuff. So it's hard to always just like come up with a judgment because we only see clips of mm-hmm. the day, you know, that they had been spending. Mm-hmm. But at first, like I was like, okay, maybe I do get why Tom gets upset with Darcy because every breath Darcy, like every sentence, she really talks about Jesse and mm-hmm. really compare Jesse's, relationship with her and Mm -hmm. talk about it and how she was heard about it and there's Tom you know there's always comparison 
And so I felt for Tom until, you know, the body shaming, I thought that was low. It was very low. Like you just don't talk about like that, like no matter what it is, Mm -hmm. that's just wrong. Yeah, That's just wrong with the whole body shame. Like you gained weight, like, come on. Like there's so many women who already is very Mm self-conscious, especially with someone, with a man, you know, yeah. telling you that it doesn't matter who it is but just another person or another gender telling you that it definitely can mm-hmm. be really lo- it's really a low blow in my opinion mm-hmm. they flat out wasted our time i'm sorry <laughs> tom and darcy wasted our time in this season because how long can we stretch out that he doesn't like her he doesn't want to be here they're gonna break up blah 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 I was over them. <laughs> we could have wrapped that up six episodes ago. No, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure they could have found a better couple with Darcy and Tom. I think it's more or less because Darcy is such a train wreck that you can't help but continue to watch. <laughs> because, like, I was still surprised. Like, what is Darcy still doing on TV? I thought, like, her season had wrapped up. And <laughs> she's looking like the woodland creature with all the procedures getting done. So, she must be short on cash to get her nose or her lips done again because she's back at it. Like, can we wrap this up already? Her and she her sister cry her anymore. and her sister <laughs> look like gremlins, it looked like. I mean, it was <laughs> all that plastic surgery was lo- looking a little rough there. You think she had plastic surgery? No, it's all natural. <laughs> it's all natural. It's all moisturizer and shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I agree with Jessica. I Tom and Darcy, it was it Jessica and I were like watching this whole season. And we're like, why the fuck are they still on this season? Like, why, why are we still talking about them? Like, why is this even a thing? I'm sorry. Needs to be done. It was like episode one. We were like, what the, who the hell are these people? They're going to break up. It was pretty anticlimactic. Like, we could have saw this out through the end and it was going to be the exact same outcome. Like, let me guess, they break up. They're not getting back together. <laughs> And Tom hits on everybody in the audience, including Sean. I think I'm pretty sure he slid into Sean's DMs and DMs just, <laughs> and she didn't say anything about it, but I'm pretty sure he's already shot his shot. So, oh, no, for sure. It cracked me up when he was like, what, what's to stop me from going on a website and talking to Lana? And then he was like, I'm not going to, by the way. And me and Andrew both were like, why not? You, <laughs> right? you already said else. it, might as well. <laughs> I'm sorry, you have morals, sir. I- <laughs> This is, where, found this is where he takes the high ground all of a sudden. Oh, I'm not going to talk to Lana. No, but you'll talk to every other chick in this audience. Might as well. Maybe because hey, they won't shit, be maybe, maybe he should hit up Mary with uh, Jeffrey and Varya. I bet he's Mary's available now. I bet he already has. But I think he didn't go for, um, for Lana because he has to use his cell phone for the translator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a language barrier there. Yeah, I mean, it was painful to watch, you know, mm-hmm. Lana and what's his face? David. David. Yeah. It's All like- right. <laughs> so the first, the the couple that I really wanted to talk about and I really wanted to see on the tell-all and they weren't on there, mm-hmm. Jeffrey and Varya. Yes. They are going first to have their own tell-all. Yeah, I th- I think so. I think so. I think you're right. I think that's why they're having another one. Now, Cody, you told me on one of our Marco Polos that you think this was during the time he gets arrested because apparently he gets arrested after filming. No. Incorrect. 
Incorrect. Incorrect. So Cody, Jessica, go ahead and set the record me. straight then. Okay, I did my research on these yes, people. Yes, good. <laughs> so apparently in 2019, Jeffrey was arrested for a abuse charge against a former girlfriend. And Mary. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has a charge against her herself. If you didn't know, so oh no, match, please spill the tea. Match made the in tea. heaven, apparently. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so he has a he has an abuse charge against an ex girlfriend in 2019. I guess the fans caught wind of it during the season, uh-huh. so they were you know tweeting TLC, you know, trying to petition to have him removed from the story. Uh-huh. But I can see why they left him in because that was drama. That was yeah. juicy, juicy drama. So I can see why they left him in, but they did not invite him to the reunion because of that. Mm. To kind of like, you know, because the fans were calling for mm. him to be removed. So they didn't invite him and in turn, Varya decided not to attend as well. Gotcha. So when Abby says they're going to have their own, it will not be affiliated with TLC. Right. Mm-hmm. So question then on the research, are they even together still? Yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. I, as far as I know. I, you know what? At first I would say I would be so surprised that you would go through all that just to not end up together, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> just like, Watching that whole thing. Like that was just a complete. That was mess. a shit show. Let's just say that yeah. it was a shit show. But one of the things that, um, was I now it makes a whole lot of sense that Jessica brought that up is because when we be watching the pillow talk, I remember I'd be asking you, how come they never show yes. Jeffrey and Varia? And now it makes a whole lot of sense because I thought that they had the best storyline just because of pure drama. Like they were my favorite storyline. I hated Jeffrey. I hate Jeffrey because I just did not like how that whole last like two or three episodes played out with like what he had, what he did to the, to both women but it makes a whole lot of sense why Pillow Talk never address them when they do their Pillow Talk. Because mm-hmm. all Pillow Talk is is the previous couples basically giving their opinion and reacting to the show as it's playing. And they never brought up Jeffrey and Varia. Never. And I always wondered why. So now it makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You for that. Yeah. We appreciate the insider information. <laughs> we will hire you in, for future episodes. We will definitely hire you as our private investigator yes i'm on i'm on the case well, i gotta maybe, be honest hey, maybe um tom and yolanda should have used you exactly you so can call be- me because yolanda could have used neve from episode one and we could have wrapped it up you know a long time ago <laughs> very true <laughs> <laughs> i will say this jessica is very good at like researching all this like if we're like why aren't why isn't this person here or why is this person like what happened? How did they get arrested? Jessica is on it in like 10 minutes before you were even going to ask it. Like she's already on it and she'll find everything. It's great. Even like the dirty things, like with all the leaks that were happening with all the celebrities, Jessica was on it in like two seconds. She was like, Oh, I found it. And I was like, where? I couldn't find it. She's like, Oh no, no, no. Don't worry. I found it. I forgot who it was. There were so many like, I think there were nudes of, um, oh, there's so many actresses. Uh, Demi Lovato, that was one of them. And I was like, where, where? And so we were looking on Twitter and Jessica was like, oh, found it. I was like, <laughs> I was on literally on here for an hour trying to find it. You, get you were home, trying to find the nudes. Two seconds. 
Yeah, well, Jessica knew. Yeah, Jessica knew. We enjoy yeah. a good nude. Yeah. <laughs> we might be weird, but you know what? I don't care. Whatever. We we like to see celebrity nudes. It don't matter, guy or girl. We'll, yeah. we'll find them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she'll find them. I'll just look. <laughs> it's, a, it's a talent, you guys. It's a talent. Well, next time you should share it to us, okay? Okay. <laughs> Wait, the celebrity nudes? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. I'll add you to my mailing list. Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, yeah, so I'm, then... I'm with you. Jeffrey was the worst. He was yeah. absolutely the worst on here. And how these two women didn't, like, gang up on him, mm-hmm. honestly, was, was a big surprise. They yeah. automatically went for each other. Yeah. Oh, man. So I I've feel- got... So I have feelings towards that on why. So one... So when Jeffrey basically had proposed to Vary and she hesitated and he got all bent out of shape about it and upset and then basically ended it. Like I thought for Varya, there was a very mature decision of like, look, we've maybe been talking and having feelings for each other for, I think it was like six months or less than six months or whatever. And, you know, she's relatively young and she was just like, well, look, we had an awkward start. We really still need to get to know each other. So why are we rushing? We don't have to. And he was like, I want to get married yesterday kind of a deal. And I think um, when he had left Varia, you know, he was basically like, um, you know, well, this is it. And I think Varia had to talk herself into getting onto his level of like wanting to, you know, be with him forever and all that bullshit. And that's what made her be on his front step, front doorstep basically when she showed up. And cause I, it almost felt like Varia, like, had to talk herself into it. Now she's like just going with the flow and not really, that's not her true feelings. Like she may really care for him, but like marriage and acting that crazy care for him. I don't know about that. And uh, Mary looked like she wanted to fucking bang Jeffrey on the table at their lunch right before he left for (laughs) Russia. She couldn't like, she couldn't drop any more clues about how, why can't we be together? And he was just like, Oh no, I think we're just better off friends. And, blah, 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 blah. And then when they actually date, she specifically said, look, if we do this, we're no longer friends anymore. And he goes, I think I'm okay with that. Like, I think this is something. And fucking five minutes later, I don't even (laughs) think he changed the sheets on the bed between uh, Mary and Varya. He has this, he has Mary out on the, on the streets and Varya in the bed. So there's no question that he did not because it was, it was, I think it was like in between two episodes, but basically it was all one day. Like mm-hmm. Varya shows up in the morning and then Mary leaves and then they Varya and Jeffrey are hanging out and then they go to the bar where all of Jeffrey's friends are at and then Mary shows up and then they go they go home to Jeffrey's house, him and Varya, and Varya wakes up the next morning um, in bed with Jeffrey. And yep. so there's no question he did not change his sheets. I mean, no. absolutely no question. That filthy fucking And second kid. of all, how weird for the kids. Yeah. Like his sons. If that were me and I saw my dad do that, I was like, I would be like, dad, this is, this is pretty messed up. <laughs> this, you probably should have gave it like a week or at least been like, hey, you know what? There's a lot going on. You probably shouldn't stay the night. <laughs> I mean, at She least only booked the respectful. hotel for one night. I think both of the girls could have, like, seriously is better off without him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I do think that when Jeffrey left and did not respond to any Varius, that should be an indication that, you know, Varius should have just like let it go kind of thing or stalk him or try to see or at least say something that, hey, I'm coming to the States. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that one of her thing is like, well, what if he said no? Maybe you should have just took the no and mm-hmm. moved on. But, you know, it was like, I think Jeffrey really enjoyed, like if you look at the clips, mm-hmm. he really enjoyed that the two girls were fighting for him because he was smirking. And I think that is what's more upsetting is when he opened the door, he gave Varya a hug knowing that Mary is behind him. Mm-hmm. And that to me was like... Yeah, he wasn't for real in that relationship. Yeah. You want to know how I knew Jeffrey was trash from the beginning? (laughs) It was the nipple tattoos, wasn't it? The nipple tats. Fucking A. Sun nipple tats? (laughs) (laughs) Right away. Did I not mention that? You did. You said that immediately. You're like, oh, he's got got nipple tats. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he's single. The first thing Cody had noticed, too, is the nipple tats. Oh, that's weird. Whoa, Cody. I mean, I I just needed inspiration. That's all. What I couldn't understand is when he proposed to Varya. The first or second time. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did she the first time in Uh Russia or wherever they're from? Yeah. yeah. um, Did she didn't she say not yet? It wasn't a flat out. No, like Mm -hmm. it was a not yet. And he flipped out like it was a no. So I never understood. And he kept saying that. Oh, you said no to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that her English is not good enough to be like, um, hold up. It was a not yet. <laughs> right. So you can calm your ass down. <laughs> but yeah, so I I I I don't understand. I felt I honestly felt bad for Varya because mm-hmm. coming to America in that situation, because in her mind, she told this man not yet. They weren't right. broken up. They were not broken up. But of course, you know, Jeffrey comes home and not even, you know, a week later, Mary's up in his bed. And of course, she was more than willing to. Oh, my God. She was like, she couldn't have gotten in there fast enough, you know? Exactly. And so, I don't know. But I just feel like the whole situation, it was not a good look for anyone. Jeffrey trash because he obviously, like Abby said, it loved it was living for mm-hmm, yeah. the two girls fighting over them varia i mean I, I can i can relate to that energy of fighting for her man i can relate to that but he he's not worth it no that- first of all because he wasn't answering your text he wasn't he had another woman in his bed before you and then mary like i thought mary looked bad because uh, she's there fighting over him, and it's like, girl, he was in Ukraine or whatever, wherever they're from. Russia. Um, Russia. Yeah, yeah. He was in Russia a week ago pr- proposing to another girl, and here you are acting like your wifey. Mm-hmm. So I just think the whole the whole thing was a mess. Yeah. But kudos, again, kudos to the 90-day right. Beyonce producers <laughs> for making sure that Varya arrived at the time that Mary is in the house. <laughs> Thank you. They I plotted that out. out. Shout them out for that because that was <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> I mean, Jeffrey... I mean, he 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 knew that he had a backup. 
And I think that's why he was so quick to be like, well, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to mess with this then. Because he wanted the relationship now. He wanted the marriage now. And so he knew he had a backup. And so that's why he was quick to be like, well, I'm done, Varya. See you later. And then she was like, well, I don't want to lose him. Like, I still love him. And I don't think she was ready to be married. I really still don't mm-hmm. think she was. But I think she's trying to go above and beyond to show him, oh, I'm ready, I'm ready, when mm-hmm. she's really not because she doesn't want to lose him. And I'm like, right. dude, this dude must be like a good fuck because there's no other explanation that two women are after him like this with these stupid nipple sun tattoos. Like, no, there, there's he's got to be a good lay. Like, minimum, I mean, minimum eight inches for that kind of <laughs> for that kind of energy. To be honest, <laughs> that's the cutoff is eight inches. Minimum. If I'm gonna be that's some, that's just know, to get you through the door. Step, <laughs> yeah. If I'm gonna be fighting with some Russian random Russian girl on the step, it better be minimum eight I li- inches. I literally <laughs> with you. I can't believe you said. Eight inches on the pot. I'm just amazed. I'm in Andrew. Shock. Andrew, I'm very proud of you because you know if she's not messing around with anybody, that means you're. you're, you're <laughs> great job, man. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'd like to thank my parents for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's, Look at how ready. He is. That's some revelations right there. <laughs> oh my god, babe! I can't believe you. <laughs> It's just the facts. Just the facts. Uh, that's why she's still around, homie. You're going to get that kind of energy from me. That's the minimum of what it's going to take. It's good to know. That's that's (laughs) good to know. (laughs) We just aired some shit out. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the celebrity nudes went over the line, but hey, man, I'm I'm really proud of you, dude. You're holding your own over there, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that was great. Thank you, babe. Thank you for that content. You're welcome. That's that needs to go on YouTube, Cody. <laughs> oh man. So I think we're all in agreement that Jeffrey was not worth it. Um, we just need to see penis, I guess. <laughs> this is the is the is the final straw that we've all concluded and we need to see it. So uh you hackers out there, maybe uh Maybe anonymous, if you can, if you can hack into those, those, uh, those uh, pictures, and we can, we can get them. He asked the guy who hacked um, the Williams to see if they can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're really good at discovering nudes. Let's see if they can find some. Oh man, well that was really fun, Um, Mrs. Johnson. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Did you have anything else that you wanted to say? No, I think I've given some thoughts already the white girl voice is back so she's done (laughs) (laughs) mrs right how did you feel i mean being on two weeks in a row on two bays um thank you for joining us first but also thank you for filling in for cody but uh how did you did you have anything else that you wanted to say no i think we covered it but i I just want to say i just want to say cody i'm coming for your job (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I do enjoy listening to you more. Right. Oh. oh, oh! How about we get a poll going? 
Okay. Oh, that's not very cool. Okay. Let's put it on. Don't don't forget, Let's someone's do got to edit the show, so I wouldn't I wouldn't get too high on a horse. <laughs> oh, hold on. So I guess we can keep him. He's just gonna get demoted. <laughs> Video edit. That's fine. I'm okay with that. That's a good time. No, just kidding. I can't. I can't give you my time every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, not true. Because pretty soon you're going to be available 24 seven minus a minus a child, so you can squeeze in an hour of podcasting time. That's true. Babies this week. I got a lot of things going on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send an invite out six months out, and we'll we'll let your people be in contact with our people. Yeah, talk to my agent. <laughs> okay. I'd like to meet your agent. <laughs> Is it her in the room? Yes, that one over there. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, uh, Cody, it's good that you are back, man. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you didn't have to work this time. I'm glad we were able to do this with the wives. Thank you, girls, so much for joining us and talking about uh, well, Trash Hi. TV. Yeah. Thank you so much, honey, for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mrs. Jessica, for filling in for me and also being on this week. Uh, it was really fun to hear you guys. So anytime you want to fill in for me or join on the show, it's it's always fun to have you on. So feel free to – it's an open invite. So I look forward to hearing you next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Boy, that was that was really fun. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, hey, if you guys want to go check us out on our social media, we are strictly on Instagram uh, for Two Bays in a Pod, but we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on uh, Drew Code Sports Talk. Also, we do have a YouTube channel uh, for Drew Code Sports Talk as well. And uh, if you'd like to go check us out and rate and review, uh, anything would help on any of the major podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeart. Go check those out. And please, like I said, rate and review. Anything is appreciated. Um, also, if you want to go check out uh, fnxfitness.com, they have great uh, you know, supplements for your workouts or uh, great workout gear that you can use. Um, I have uh, a shirt on there, and I I love it. I try and keep that thing maintained as best as I can, um, and I also love the whey protein. Uh, my wife, not so much, doesn't like the smell, but uh, it is really good. It tastes like a vanilla milkshake. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you want 15% off of your purchase, Cody will tell you how to get that and then other information. That's right, guys. You're going to head over to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com. On the homepage at the bottom is going to be a live link you're going to want to click on to go to their website. And then you're going to want to use the promo code DrewCode15 for 15% off your entire purchase at the time of checkout. You're definitely going to want any of that gear, the supplements that they provide. It's great stuff. Um, Also, if you guys want any of the live links to the iHeart podcast, to the Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, like Andrew mentioned, You're going to want to go to the website as well. There's live links. You can also listen to full episodes on the website itself, which is awesome. Also, Two Bays is on there as well. It's got its own link to where you can navigate and see and listen to all those episodes as well. Again, you guys, uh, Two Bays in a Pod comes out on Mondays. Drew Code Sports Talk comes out every Thursday. So we're so thankful for you guys to be listening and always be a part of it. And we'll see you guys next week.